0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Board Game Doctor. My name is Phil and I'll be your board gaming doctor today. In this episode I want to cover a game that I've been wanting to play for quite a while, and it's my first impressions of Revive. This is a game designed by Helge Meisner, Christian Amundsund Osby, Eilif Svensson, and Anna Wermland. Art by Jermund Bon, Martin Motted, Dan Roth, and Jesse Topfer and I apologize for any mispronunciation there, published by Porta Games, weight 3.4 out of 5, currently rated 8.2 out of 10 collectively, and ranked overall 267, published last year, 2022. The theme of this game is that you are uh, a new civilization that has revived itself out of hibernation. After 5,000 years, the terrain has changed. It's ready for people to come back out and repopulate the earth. You're doing this in a very Euro mechanism heavy style by playing units out onto the board, either people or buildings, moving up a couple of tracks that are on your personal board and playing cards to your tableau as well in certain fashions to be able to gain resources and spend them to explore, you know, flip over tiles on the main board and populate them with your own tiles. You're advancing on your own tableau as well, uncovering new asymmetric powers that are specific to your your own faction, which you can draft at the beginning of the game, and you're unlocking this puzzle. uh, Basically, these three tracks that you have on your tableau, which not only uncover spots that you can use to uh, gain progress and victory points, but also to take free actions to activate uh, and give yourself new player powers to activate during the game. And so the first thing that I enjoy about this game is that uh, while it may not be unique, but the way that this game approaches asymmetry is intriguing. I haven't had a chance, obviously, to play through all of the factions on either side, the A or B side, but I can see the enjoyment of this game and uncovering and discovering all of these new factions and how they interplay with the mechanisms and with each other, with other opponents during the game, giving them strengths and weaknesses to make uh, the game feel different every time. It's reminiscent of Terra Mystica in a way. Uh, I, I would put this game as a little bit lighter than Terra Mystica. I feel like it has a bit of similarity uh, when you compare the you know asymmetric factions that you're playing with given you certain strengths that you can use during the game. But in a, in a lighter sense, right, I, I feel like there aren't too many ways that this game has to maneuver with to make all these, you know, asymmetric factions feel completely different. But I think there's enough here to make it feel reminiscent in a somewhat streamlined and lighter fashion. In this game, uh, there are plenty of tracks to move up and This is kind of reminiscent of Terra Mystica as well, where your personal track on your tableau has three different branching options, and you can choose to move up them based on the knowledge that you have of how they give you free actions during the game, which are different depending on the board that you use. And I believe this is draftable as well. And so you can combine these two uh, factions and uh, track boards, basically, to create different combinations that might work better than others. And this feels reminiscent to actually the newest iteration of Terra Mystica, Age of Innovation, or, yeah, Age of Innovation, not Invention, (laughs) where you do have that option to combine factions with different player boards, which give you uh, certain abilities there. The uh, abilities as well to unlock uh, new powers on your tableau as you place population units onto the board also feels like it's reminiscent of Terra Mystica where you are uncovering new ways of income but also new abilities when you do uncover like the uh, palaces or the uh, shoot I forget the (laughs) terminologies but the 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 end buildings that are on that track of buildings that you can place out in that game. You have that going here, and that is really nice. And then finally, the interactive board where you are placing population units and buildings is also reminiscent of more Gaia Project in this sense, because this is a modular board uh, with the caveat that you are uncovering a lot of these boards in an exploratory fashion. And so that adds a little bit of replayability and uncertainty to the game, which feels different, and is appreciated in this Euro game. One of the major ways that you gain resources and play actions is through playing cards onto your tableau. You have, at the start of the game, four different areas to play cards, and you tuck them in under your tableau using either the top half or the bottom half of a card to activate what is there. And this is reminiscent of one of my favorite games, Lisboa where you do choose which side of the card to use to alter the game. Uh, other games that include this have been <clears throat> more popular in recent times, such as Lacrimosa from last year as well. There's a cool option to chain different uh, cards on top of each other that have certain icons where you can yeah, play them in in columns on top of each other. And if you match the color to the... Uh, tab that you can uh, place onto your columns, basically. It's hard to explain. I forget the terminology from the actual game. But if, if you do match those colors, you get extra bonuses. And so there is a little p- bit of puzzle solving as you are trying to figure out where to place your cards, uh, in which order, and to hopefully maximize the amount of benefits that you get from playing that card, which starts slow. But as you accumulate these benefits... And options for playing cards onto your tableau, you can really maximize and, I guess, build an engine to be able to really have big turns when you do uh, gain those resources from cards. There is a way to reset the board as well. You can hibernate uh, very somewhat similar in a fashion to games like Concordia or recently Nucleum, where you can reset your Hand or your board state, basically, wiping... Uh, Another game that this actually reminds me of is Mombasa, where during the game you may be able to discard cards from your tableau to a resting place, which is like your discard. And when you do hibernate, officially, you can take those cards from your hibernated space, play them back into your uh, active area, and then place all the other active cards that are on your tableau into the resting space. So when you next hibernate or activate an action that allows you to take some cards from your resting place, if possible, then you can kind of divvy out uh, which cards may be played with which, thus increasing the amount of uh, strategic uh, placement of these cards to be able to once again maximize efficiency in gaining benefits when you play them to your tableau in conjunction with some other cards. And of course, there's a market row of cards that you can purchase from Uh, During the game as well. In all, you know, this feels like a game that has a mixture of popular mechanisms from Euro games, as I've discovered while playing, and I believe that's led to its success recently in the last year because it does feel familiar to a lot of players who have enjoyed these popular board games in the Euro style, and they've come to this game, and I feel like things have been tweaked a little bit to make it more streamlined and somewhat easier to understand, which uh, makes it a very smooth game to play. While having a central board to interact with, there's not as much player interaction as I thought there would be, whereas in Terra Mystica, when you do play onto the main board, you do block opponents out, and so it creates more of a race to get to those spots first versus in revive where it's more you have to just pay more to be able to use a a same spot if it does benefit you pretty well so it's not as much interaction but there is a race element to be able to get to those larger uh, spaces at the edges of the board which offer end game objectives to play for so there is a little bit of you know objective guiding in this game as well But it mostly feels like a multiplayer, solitaire type of game, which is fine. But um, there is the interaction, I guess, uh, the summary of interactions that you have is for playing for spots for cheaper on the main board, as well as for cards and upgrades that you may be playing for as well. Component-wise, I'm really a big fan of the crates uh, with a (laughs) two-dimensional... Uh, view, making it look three-dimensional, and when you flip it over, uh, I think they did a really neat job of making it look uh, so realistic in the way that it does. One final piece is the solo mode. You have a timer that you're counting down on, and I guess this reflects the actual multiplayer game as well, where the game is end is triggered when the last uh, scoring tile has been Uh, obtained by a person you get this by progressing up your own track and uncovering them on the board etc but in the solo mode you have a total uh, of 20 card actions Uh, so whenever you play them you can play any other action one at a time you know back back to back with each other there's no ai that you have to modulate or run but you do um, move that time tracker down one space when you play a card and so you are trying to maximize, once again, the cards that you play and make sure that you're getting as much of a bang out of those uh, cards and resources that you get to be able to progress throughout the game and utilize them correctly. And so there is that puzzle element to it as well. A similar setup to the solo game as games like Arc Nova, which I appreciate, kind of a beat-your-own-score, race-to-the-finish type of thing to Uh, keep it contained and not as complicated as some solo modes are. So in sum, I really enjoyed this game. This falls very neatly into a well-developed and uh, well-designed Euro-style game. (laughs) And I think it's very appropriate for its weight. It's got a lot of replayability. And if this game were available online readily for me to play, uh, since I do not own a physical copy... I, I tried this out online on Tabletop Simulator. Um, it, I, I wouldn't return to it on Tabletop Simulator unless I had a physical copy or if this were readily available on, say, Board Game Arena or something like that. And if it were, I would definitely want to play it a few more times and see if it does uh, scratch that itch that I get when playing these games. I don't know if it quite makes the cut for me to be one that I would really dive in headfirst it falls in the similar vein as does terra mystica gaia project and those types of games which i feel like have that competitive and strategic ceiling to them but it it it's not the same mind space that i want to be in i one i guess you know the theme of it is is okay to me i there are other games that i think i would rather gravitate towards for fame but also for the uh, gameplay that is offered Uh, for me i personally enjoy the replayability that comes through cards hence my love for rosenberg games and other games like ark nova and earth and the like and so while i really appreciate and respect revive i think i would definitely give it a, a couple of more times just to see if it does uh, cross a barrier for me to uh, to really reach the echelons of a game that I would want to invest a lot of time and effort in to understanding it strategically. But nonetheless, it is a very fun game even after its first play. And uh, perhaps perhaps that's part of the reason why I, I've really enjoyed games that are really tough to grasp and understand after the first game that in, involve a lot of repetitions to really dive into what makes the game tick and how to get better at the game as well. I feel like you could easily, you know, come to Revive, look over the board, your own tableau. If you have a basic understanding of what you might expect as you uncover your spots onto, onto your own tableau and what is on the available on the board, you can have a pretty good approach to, you know, uh, ha- approaching the game strategically and having an end goal in mind, as well as intermediate goals in between. And it's not too difficult to be able to, I think, score well in this game. I think it would take a lot of effort and replayability to score very high. And it is obviously a game that I think more experienced players would play better at compared to new ones. But I think the amount of repetitions that it would take to get there aren't as many as I I think it seems. I think it wouldn't take too long to get there with this game just because it's so streamlined and um, not as nuanced or as I guess rough as games like Agricola or like splatter games, which I don't know, they, they just feel different enough that you'd want to re really replay it, explore them and, you know, get into the nitty gritty. Uh, But You know, this is a very smooth and polished game that I think has enough replayability for the average board gamer and board gamer group. And I think it's worth a shot if you haven't played it already, if you do enjoy medium-to-medium-heavy Euro games. So those are my thoughts and first impressions on Revive. I hope you enjoyed them. And let me know on BoardGameGeek. I have a blog there, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes if you want to comment Let me know what I got right or wrong about Revive. And I enjoy interacting with you. But hope you schedule an appointment with your board gaming doctor real soon, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.